Hello and welcome to episode 77 of Ready to Mosh. I'm Gem G and with me as always, the oyster to my reaper, Kev P. Could have been worse, you could have called me a cult. I think <laughs> I think that's what it's called. <laughs> I didn't just myself <laughs> slip up on that one. <laughs> also called you an oyster instead. Yeah, yeah. what, slimy. You said it. <laughs> wow. So in this episode, we're going to have a little look ahead to Stone Dead Festival, kind of an interlude with the Bloodstock content, because as this episode goes out, we'll probably be on our way home from from Bloodstock. Possibly. I mean, Maybe. Well, this goes out early at 6 a.m. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit ambitious. But, but it's yeah. ambitious, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, our on the way home from Bloodstock episode. <laughs> Moving on to the next festival. We're nearly at the end of festival season. That's sad, isn't it? It is, yeah. I think there's only two now. There will be, yeah. Stone Dead and then Derby Alt Fest, which yeah. is another couple of months yet for that one. Anywho, I guess we should just do, yeah, some general bits and bobs to start with on Stone Dead. If you were with us this time last year, then you will know that Stone Dead was our favourite festival of the four that we did last year. Yeah, it was the friendliest festival and it was definitely the best value for money. Yeah, and kind of size-wise, layout-wise, logistics-wise, I guess. Yeah, it was kind of it spot was on, good. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, so we very much enjoyed our time last year. So much so that we got our tickets for this year on the Saturday before the festival had even finished. Yeah, weren't we sat at the tent? I went, yeah, we, I think I went back to the tent while you were having a nap and bought the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise, we're coming back. We should actually talk about the tickets to start with. Yes. Because I can't remember how much they cost. The current ones, actually, we should probably start by saying this year's is sold out already. It sold out a few weeks ago. Some resale tickets will potentially come up and Stone Dead have their own little resale process on their website. So they, it's all a very manual process with Stone Dead and they verify that the tickets are genuine and then they allow them to go through resale. But yeah, the, the full price ones after Early Birds this year were £70 for arena and camping or 55 for the arena only. And I think ours might have been maybe 60 on the Early Yeah, bird. 60 sounds about right. Something like that. Still a bargain. Yeah, it is because it's... Two nights. Yeah, it is. And you get a few bands Friday night and then obviously all day Saturday. Yeah, and you can be included in that. And one thing I do love about Stone Dead, very old school, you get a literal ticket. The downside is you have to remember to take it with you. Yeah, that is gonna we've gotta to remember to take it. But they were literally posted to us within a couple of weeks of last year's festival, so they've been in a safe place. Yeah, I Somewhere. can't remember where they are. I can't. <laughs> Bookshelf, probably. So for anybody that's not really familiar with Stone Dead, it is literally, as it's billed, one day, one stage, one monster rock show. And it's an old school kind of metal sound. Yeah. Although you've got younger bands as well, the the theme is generally quite a, an old school sort of sound. Yeah, kind of a classic rock. Yeah. Kind of literal classic rock stroke. New wave of classic rock is the kind of the overriding sound. And it was, I think it was put together by people that used to work at Monsters of Rock. Yeah, or, he, or volunteers. Or volunteered. Yeah, so it's all volunteer run. And yeah, it's basically to recreate the old school Monsters of Rock, which has now become the monster that is Download. Hopefully it doesn't, it never becomes like Download, to I be don't, honest. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but complete with the old Dunlop Bridge, if anyone. Yeah. From, Donington of Yore remembers that. That was a, kind of a standout feature from where the arena used to be. And it was the first few years of download as well. And it's at the Newark Showground. It's the same place it was last year, which was pretty easy to get to. Yeah, same place it's always been. This is its fifth anniversary, I should probably say as well. It is, yeah. I've mm. not even thought about that. They've had some kind of classic bands there over the years. 
And how we were saying about the kind of like the new rock wave of classic rock, I think last year was those damn crows who were one of the standouts for us. Oh yeah, definitely. And Michael Schenker was the headliner. But before we dive into this year's bands, we'll talk about the merch and the kind of food and everything you can expect. Yeah, just general kind of setup and facilities and all of that. Shall we go into merch first? So they did have some pre-order options available for kind of the lineup t-shirts and things this year, which we have taken advantage of. Yeah, so we've just got to collect those. We've already pre-ordered them. Because I have to say, last year they ran out of your size, didn't they, in the event t-shirts? They did, so, yeah. But you did order one after. Yeah, I did manage to get a, a reprint. But obviously they try and sell as much merch beforehand, because obviously then that money goes invested back into the event and all yeah. of that. So they do sell merch quite far ahead anyway that you can have delivered to home and then the pre-order's been open for a couple of months. I'm hoping to see if they've got the cups again this year because last year's cups were really mm. cool. Yeah, we did get a couple of those. So there's other merch that will be available on the day as well, including the event T-shirts that we've pre-ordered. And they often have um, kind of T-shirts from previous years still available. Yep, patches. Hats, postcards, quite a good range of stuff. Yeah, there's hoodies. Very reasonably priced, the T-shirts were £20 each. Yeah, it's not bad at all, is it? Not, you know, like when you, mm. you think of like arena T-shirts being like £40 now. Yeah, and they're just as good quality, aren't they? Yeah, they <laughs> so, are, yeah. So, makes you wonder why they're so more expensive in the places. But Now, on to your favourite bit, food. Yes. And the, the one thing I do love about, well, one of the many things I love about Stone Dead is that everything's kind of like so pushed out so far in advance so you know exactly what's happening. Yeah, in a similar way to Bloodstock, I guess, as well. You've got all your information so you can pick in advance what you might want to eat. I've not really had a chance to look at it, but I can see some definite ones that are going to float my boat this year. Yeah, I feel like we didn't take enough advantage of the different food options last year, so hopefully rectify that this time round. Yeah, and it, it, to say it's such a small festival, there's such a wide range of foods. Mm. So obviously you've got things like coffee and donuts always available, but then you've also got things like burritos, there's pizza, mac and cheese. I mean, I'm going through my favourites now, I think. I could tell. <laughs> There's some Lebanese chicken that sounds really nice. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Do they have other things? Oh, they've got Moroccan falafels. I'm not a massive fan of falafels. But yeah, something different. Fodder and flute. I like the fact it's called fodder. They've got Asian food, Greek food. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Gy- oh I've just spotted gyros. You've spot- finally spotted. I've wondered how long it would <laughs> take you. That's probably my Saturday tea sorted. Yeah. And, of course, obviously, there's traditional stuff like pie and mash. That could, you know, depending on how the weather is, could depend on what we eat. We did have pie and mash last year. One issue we had last year, actually, was that a lot of the card machines went down. There's a whole row of food vendors Yeah, that were cash only because the card machines had gone out. So we didn't have a lot of choice in the end of what we ate for Saturday tea, because we had to go to somewhere that was taking cards still. Yeah, so I'm probably going to take some cash this Yeah, year. so I think we're going to take some up. cash. That was That's a top tip, just in case. So we didn't necessarily have pie out of choice, because it was quite a hot day, and I wouldn't class it as pie weather, but they were good pies, from what I remember. They were good pies, yeah. Mm. Obviously, with the other ones being shut down as well, it did result in quite a longer wait. Yeah, the queues are backed mm, up. But, you know, it's just one of those things, isn't it? So, yeah, definitely take some cash this year so I can explore some of the food options if needed. It's also food stall on the campsite with breakfasts, burgers, coffee and donuts and stuff. From what I remember last year, there were two vans there. There was the pizza one as well, wasn't there, which we definitely, we definitely went. We definitely were, went to that. Yeah. They were good pizzas. So hopefully that might be there as well as just the general food one in the campsite for this year. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm. I mean, we were thinking about cooking 
breakfast this year, I think. Yeah, we might cook a little bit as well. Again, weather dependent, I suppose. Yeah, yeah I don't think we could last year because of the heat. Yeah, we, and we qu- weren't quite sure of the, the setup really, the setup, were we, yeah. and what it'd be like. But a lot of people were cooking last year. And one thing actually to say, whilst we're on, I guess, the general stuff, you, you you're can take set, gas. Yeah. You are allowed yeah. gas, and it's the only festival I've come across the, really yeah. that you can. I mean, to be fair, the average age of the clientele is a lot older than things like Bloodstock and Download, mm. I'd say. Yeah, possibly. So, I mean, you like to think everybody's responsible. Yeah, and it is a proper set campsite anyway, isn't it? So, yeah. But yeah, we might get a little kind of one of those gas capsule hob cookery things, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. I'm sure there's a technical term for it. Or maybe just take a little barbecue, have a little Friday barbecue or something, perhaps. In terms of layout, it's... Like we said, it's a really small festival. Yeah. You've got an area for camper vans and then a general campsite. And it's a very tiny walk across from your car, five minutes at most. Yeah, if if you're unlucky, it's five minutes. Yeah, obviously it depends where you park and where you then pitch up. But yeah. Yeah, it was like two minutes last year, wasn't it? It wasn't far. Pretty much. I did have a lot of trouble finding our tents last year. I don't know why. I, I just don't think we've got know. a good marker I for where it was. I thought we were okay. I think by the end of Saturday, I was a bit better with it. But yeah, for yeah. some reason, it was really a struggle weaving through all the tents. Mm. And then from your tent, you've probably got maximum of five minutes walk to the arena, would you yeah, say? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. I mean, it's that close. You can hear everything crystal clear from your campsite anyway. If you want to have a sit down and you don't particularly want to stand or sit in the arena, you can hear it from the campsite. Yeah, you can just pop back if you want to maybe get a drink top up or just have a rest or some shade if the weather's nice, fingers crossed. You can still listen away. Talking of drink, one of the great things about Stone Dead is you can take alcohol into the arena. Within reason. Within reason, yeah. Yeah. So I think they put a limit, was it something like four cans per person? I think, yeah, four cans per person or is it a bottle of wine or an equivalent of spirits that you can take in? So you could just take one can at a time or you could take yourself four in at once and it was kind of like a, a almost like a trust thing wasn't it mm. that you weren't gonna cane four come back take another four cane another four yeah and i guess some people may do that yeah for their own financial reasons or whatever but for every person who does that there'll equally be people who don't do that and will spend as much at the bar or yeah more, so. i mean i think we i think we probably took like four cans in each yeah i think we took a couple in friday night probably a couple on saturday yeah but then we spent more time buying drinks from the bar yeah and the the drinks at the bars as well were really good last year yeah i've not spotted anything in the way of a list of um drinks as such i know not roadkill road crew yeah there is kind of the main beer and there's kind of the mercia spirits and cocktails which i might like to try this year mm. and they had a good range of other beers didn't they and cider yeah i want to have a look and see what kind of options are available and again, but, I, I, but i really want to try yeah, what I can, so. And similar to Bloodstock, reasonably priced around, was it about five-ish I think it's 550 a pint, pint something like it? that. We're around there, so. Yeah. I mean, if it's kind of like six quid the same as Bloodstock this year, you know, that's it's mm. a reasonable price for a, for a festival. And I think there are about three different bars in the arena. I honestly what can't I... remember. I remember there being at least two. Yeah, I'm sure there was kind of two main bars and then the, the Mercia kind of cocktail bar thing as well. There might have been another one even. But yeah, so you weren't having massive queues was my point of that. And as well as having a selection of bars there, you can also pre-order some cold cans, which I know is at least road crew. I'm not sure if there are any others or if it's just 
Really I imagine cool. there's a couple of options. I feel like there's a Stone Dead beer as well. Yeah. But yeah, you can pre-order some cold cans to collect when you get there as well if you want to. There's also in the arena the Marquee of Metal, which I believe is all traders and selling things like CDs, vinyl, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think there's kind of little independent stores, kind of jewellery yeah, and other trade, merch, yeah. kind of similar to what you get at other festivals, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Well, the, the non-corporate ones. Yeah, if you know. And then there's also a Stone Dead Museum, which just has some memorabilia of Stone Dead over the last five years. Yeah, I, I don't think I got to see that last time. I can't remember if it was there last time or if it's new for this year. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I would quite like to go into there. Yeah, because obviously it's all included, isn't it? So you can have a wander around there at some point. So yeah, I think that's pretty much covered all the kind of general stuff about the site and the arena and the campsite. And oh, actually, one other thing just to mention, there's no showers. Yes, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, but I mean, it's only two nights at most, so. Yeah, and I, I have bought that special phone. you got your special phone. Special phone, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I might have to give you special phone a go this year. But on that note, we'll move on to some actual notes and we'll talk about the bands. Right, so as we said when we mentioned the different ticket options, there is All A Day Saturday, which is the main event, and then Friday night you have like a, a pre-party night with some bands there. So if you buy the camping and arena ticket, the Friday night is included. If you're just buying the arena-only ticket because you're just travelling on the day or you're staying in one of the hotels nearby or something, you can buy an add-on to get to the Friday night party as well if you want to. So three bands are starting out the event on Friday this year. First one up is The Karma Effect. Not a band I'm overly familiar with myself, but they sound quite good. They've got kind of hints of, I don't know, kind of Black Crows kind of sound, I would say. Yeah, a classic, sort of classic rock feel to them. Yeah, that kind of hints of 70s vibes and all of that. So I think that'll be a good kick-off to the event. Yeah, a nice, gentle opening, hopefully. Yeah. And then following on from that are Kira Mack, who are kind of a similar sort of sound, a bluesy um, sort of southern rock sound. And I think they're a five-piece band. Yeah, and another band that I'm not overly familiar with. I've never seen live before, but I've heard a lot of good things about their live performance. So again, another good one for the friday night party yeah and it's good to kind of get a lot of bands that we're not overly familiar with mm, yeah because usually you know and the, and the fact that it's one stage it means you do get to watch everybody yeah you're not got to worry about clashes at yeah. all which is what we love about it but yeah like you said none of the three that are playing on the friday have seen live before and i'm not overly familiar with them up until knowing that they were going to be at stone dead and listening to them from that yeah, so it's always it's just going to be a good mm. kind of new experience, isn't it? Yeah. And then headlining the Friday night is Skin, who are returning to Stone Dead. They've been there before. Not as a headliner, though, I don't no. think. No. And I feel like they've been around since kind of early 90s, I think. And I really feel like I should have seen them at some point before. I th- Or maybe I have even. Yeah, I think there's a very good chance at least one of us has. Mm. Yeah. Because when I was reading through about them, they've done tours with like Thunder and Bon Jovi. So you you must have you must have come across them. I don't think I have. I don't, I don't, I'd be I don't very know. surprised if you've not. Yeah, they could be one of those where I've seen them supporting someone like Thunder or someone yeah. of a similar ilk, maybe like a Rock City and kind of those lost years where you didn't really watch support bands, maybe or you don't remember them. Mm. But I really feel like I should have done if I haven't. So yeah. 
looking forward to making sure I definitely have watched them. Yeah, more bands to tick off. Yes. So next up, not actually a band, but uh, kind of like the compare for the day, I'd say, which is Crusher. The legend that is. Yeah. So I mean, Crusher's worked for pretty much everybody and in every kind of capacity. And he's worked for Kerrang, he's been on TV, he's designed albums. Yeah, and he's been a compare at many an event I'd been to in the past that I'd forgotten about. I'm pretty sure he was Ozfest when I was there. Okay. And I actually looked, I was looking up an old Alice Cooper lineup from like early 2000s and he was there. Oh, right, okay. I know. So yeah, he's just one of those he's always been around, of, yeah. legends of the scene. Yeah. And he's also complained about every year for his for the use of his language. Yeah, I remember some people complaining every, last lots year. Lots of people it's, kicked off. It's like it's a rock and it's roll a rock event. festival. Yeah. You know, it it happens. It, yeah. It's not a church service. It's no, but yeah, it was really funny last year, and I, I think I'd probably say like ninety five percent of the people were on board with it. Yeah, I think so. So kicking off the actual bands then on the Saturday at 11.30, because we have the stage times in advance, and it's not too early, not too late, I think it's a good time to start. Mm. We have Collateral. Collateral? Not we, Collateral. <laughs> we have Collateral. And as in previous years, the opening band went through a voting system to open. Yeah. I can't remember how many bands were in it, but there were a lot. I remember when the... Um, the different rounds, the heats around. So I think, is it like the top from however many rounds go through? And it's then kind of like the final. Yeah. actual Stone Dead staff do the final vote on them, don't they? I think. Yeah, which I quite like about that because yeah. it's the staff choosing and not... It's not any a kind of bias. Yeah. thing. If, yeah. Which is what you do sometimes get at other things. And it's, so it's quite a nice... And it's kind of like a nice reward for the staff to say, actually, who do you want to, who do you want to see? Mm. So, yeah, they are going to be opening proceedings this year. I think they're, I mean, they're definitely a band you will love. Mm. So, have you checked them out yet? I don't think, I think I have listened to a couple of tracks, but not had a chance to listen to them properly yet. Yeah. Yeah, from what I've heard, I think you'll definitely love it. There's definite hints of kind of like that sort of like 80s sort of Bon Jovi sound to them. Mm. So, I think, yeah, I think you'll definitely be on board for this one. Yeah, they're kind of. A priority for me to get a listen to yeah. now that we're back from Bloodstock, as we will be when this goes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the other thing as well. It's like we will have a bit of time to check all of these bands out that we've not maybe not listened to or we're not familiar with. Yeah, we'll have about 10 days of solid stone dead listening to get on board with everyone. And a bit of a change of pace from Bloodstock. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, very different tone. But um, yeah, I think they've got a couple of albums out now or they've got a second one due soon, from what I remember reading, so... Yeah, I'd definitely give them a proper listen. Yeah, they've also had a um, top 10 hit in the UK rock charts as well. Oh, have they? Mm, with their self-titled album. And another one that we've heard good things about live as well. So hopefully an awesome start to the day. Next up, we have a band that we are very familiar with and we have seen live before, which is South of Salem. Yes, big fan of South of Salem. Yeah, saw them support Wednesday 13 at Rescue Rooms Rescue back rooms. in April. Yeah, so it's been a little while. But yeah, we were pleased that they were on the bill, especially after seeing them live. We now got a performance they put on, so it'd be good to see them again. Yeah, it'd be really good to see them on like a bigger stage. I think they'll be, yeah, awesome on that. And I think they're um, recording a second album at the moment. 
So might get to hear a few more new tracks from that, perhaps. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, if anybody's not familiar with South Salem, definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. Very worth watching. Yeah. Following on then, we have Duraps, who are led by lead singer Jacob Duraps, and they're Canadian stroke Australian, I believe. Yeah, I think it's three of them are Canadian, one's Australian. I think it's a drummer. Yeah, they've got quite a cool kind of 70s, kind of early 80s, groovy kind of sound to them. I've heard a couple of tracks of them, which I quite liked. I think they're really suited to the festival, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that one of the good things about the festival is all of the bands do kind of like suit the vibe of it. Yeah, I think they've got had a really kind of summery vibe, so hopefully weather will be nice and, yeah, that'll be cool to watch. Yeah, and these are tipped for quite big things as well, I think, from what yeah. I've seen. Yeah, a lot of people were really pleased when they were added on to the announcement. A lot of positive comments about their being included. Next up is another band that's kind of really highly tipped as well to kind of really rock it up bills and you know different festivals it's mason hill and they've already played at places like download yeah i feel like we again we should have probably seen them at some point yeah and they seem to be doing a lot of touring and i think they've had support slots with i think it was airborne i saw them with mm. on their lineup and again another band that loads of people have said are great lives another good band to watch another good band to watch yeah another one to tick off and then next we have king king who i don't think i'd even heard of until i saw them on the stone dead lineup and then I got a bit confused because we had King 810 at Bloodstock, 810, yeah. 810. A very different sound. Very so different, yeah. They're definitely not the same. And I have listened to a couple of these. They're quite kind of bluesy, I would say. That kind yeah, of, it's pro- mm. they're probably one of the lighter bands, like, I'd, yeah. I'd have said. Yeah, definitely quite melodic. First couple of times I've heard them, I wasn't overly keen, but I'm going to listen to them a bit more and just see. Yeah, I was, yeah, listening, to, I was listening to King King earlier and I actually really enjoyed mm. it. Although it was, a, it was a different, it was probably because it was a different style. Maybe that's what kind of caught you out. You were expecting something else. It could have been, yeah, but I'll definitely give them a watch. Cause why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Exactly, because you can. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously may come across completely differently live. Some bands do, don't they? Yeah, some bands yeah. do, yeah. Some bands either sound harder, lighter, faster mm. or slower. I'm looking forward to seeing how they do turn out live. Next band up is The Answer. And I was listening to the answer earlier today, and I really like these. Yeah, I really like these when I've been listening to them. I have, these are one of the bands I have listened, the newer bands to me. Yeah. I've listened to most, I would say. They really just clicked with me. Yeah, I feel like I've listened to them before. It's quite possible, because they have been around probably since the mid-noughties, I think. So, that, yeah, there probably is a very good chance that I have heard them somewhere. A very good chance we may have even seen them <laughs> yeah, exactly, on that basis, because yeah. who knows? Yeah, we never do, do we? <laughs> a great void of bands we might have seen but have forgotten about. In a drunken, fuzzy yeah. kind of state. Yeah, one day we're going to piece all this together on a spreadsheet. Going back to the answer. Yeah, they've got kind of a, I'd say, like a blues, another bluesy kind of hard rock sound. And I'm sure I read somewhere, did they support ACDC? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah which I think would be quite fitting. I think that would have made a good bill. What, these and ACDC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they kind of complement mm. each other, I'd have thought. Yeah, that would have been a cool one to watch. A band that you are definitely very familiar with coming up next, and it is Therapy. Yeah, re- these are one of the bands I'm really looking forward to seeing again. Same. And we, we know we've seen Therapy. I know I've seen them at least twice, I think. Yeah, I've seen them a couple of times, I think, at Rock City. Yeah, I know I definitely saw them on, I think it was a joint headline tour with Wild Hearts, actually, and I'm sure I've seen them there as well on their own tour in the noughties. Yeah. Possibly late 90s. Be interesting to see what kind of stuff they're playing as well. Mm, yeah, because we both loved their most recent album, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I'm 
obviously they're going to bring in some classics. They've got to bring some stuff in from Trouble Gum. Yeah, you know they're going. They'll probably close with that, won't they? You would have thought so. Yeah. But yeah, very, very much looking forward to seeing them again. So with Therapy, if you've never seen Therapy, go and watch them because they are great live. For a three-piece as well. So heavy live. Yeah, very heavy. And next band up are Black Star Riders with Ricky Warwick as the lead singer. And recently they've got a new addition, which I wasn't aware of, Sam Wood from Wayward Sons, who we've seen before. Yes, I didn't realise that he'd been added as well. No, that, that was a new one on me. So that'll be interesting to see... And kind of like hear the sound there. Yeah, I have seen Black Star Riders before. I don't think you have, have you? No, I don't think so. I saw them with, I think it was Def Leppard and White Snake on that So again, tour. quite a fitting. Yeah, which wasn't actually that long ago in the grand scheme of things. I think it was about 2017. I honestly can't remember. 2016. I know it was at Nottingham Marina. It might even have been 2015. Maybe I'm going further back in time now. <laughs> it was sometime around the mid Mid-somethings. Mid, Mid-2010s. And yeah, they were really good live then. They were really good opening for those two bands. So it'd be good to see what the dynamic's like and look forward to listening to them. I think when I saw them last, they did do a mix of kind of their own stuff and they did drop in a couple of Thin Lizzy tracks as well. So, I mean, whether that's still the way that they go with their live sets, I'm not sure, but... I think they could be ones to kind of like mid-break, midpoint or finish. Yeah, I feel like they finished with Whiskey in the Jar last time I saw them, but I might have dreamt that. But yeah, nonetheless, they'll be... That'd be really good because Ricky Warwick's a great frontman anyway, isn't he? So it'll, yeah. be, it'll be a good show from them before the headliners come on. And headlining the event are Blue Oyster Cult, which a lot of people are very pleased to see as headliners. Yeah, there, were, there was a lot of really good response to seeing them when they were booked as headliners for this. Have to confess, I'm only really familiar with one track. Would that be Don't Fear the Reaper? Yeah, it might be. But again, I am going to familiarise myself with them more before the day. They've played absolutely everywhere with absolutely everybody. Yeah, I mean, have they been going since the 70s, I think? Are they that old? 60s. Is it 60s? Wow. wow. Yeah, I don't think they were called Blue Oyster Cult at that point, though. Mm. I think they had a different name, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. But yeah, it'd be good to see them live because they are such a classic band. Yeah, he's kind of he's a band that I never thought I'd actually see. I was just going to say that. I think feel like it's going to be quite surreal, especially because like the first half of the day for me is going to be bands that are relatively new, apart from South of Salem, and it's all going to feel a bit familiar with Therapy and Black Star yeah. Riders, and then it's just yeah, I think it will just be a bit surreal seeing Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah, but it'll be really good. I mean. You know, they've been going that long. You know, the live show is going to be really good. You know, they'll put on a good performance. And I think from, you know, from what we've seen online as well, everybody's just delighted that they're going to be there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very much looking forward to seeing them. So that was the standard preview. There will, of course, be a review of the festival when we get back from it. But like I said, we'll probably be in our tents when you're listening to this because it'll be going out early. So we hope you enjoyed that episode. Don't forget you can find us on Instagram, Threads and Twitter at ReadyToMoshCast. We're also on Facebook, YouTube and TikTok at ReadyToMosh. Don't forget to give us a five-star review, write something nice, really helps with the algorithms. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Make it rock, Moog.